Thank you and welcome to Scripture on Creation. I'm Scott Kump. And I'm Dr. Ben Scripture. Dr. Scripture, we've been considering statements in the Bible that reveal information about the material universe long before, quote-unquote, modern science discovered it. Yes, Scott. Statements that dramatically support the biblical claim that the author of Scripture is the Lord God himself, the Creator, who indeed made the heavens and the earth and all they contain, who was there, obviously, when he created everything. Who knew what he did when he created everything, and thus could and did tell us a number of things about creation, long before we had any ability to discover the information for ourselves. Which, interestingly, confirms the appropriate choice of the word research (laughs) to describe man's pursuit of scientific knowledge. That is what all scientists are doing, researching out what the Creator already has. So we've looked at a few passages making these before-their-time statements, as we've called them, and today I want to look at another amazing revelation in the book of Job, and it just so happens to coincide with a brand new discovery in the world of astronomy. Scott, did you hear that using the Hubble telescope, astronomers have just observed the most distant object from the Earth? No, I did not hear that. I assume it must be a star or a galaxy? Yes, it's a huge star they've nicknamed Arendelle, which in Old English means, of all things, morning star. Isn't that fascinating? It is. Another name for Christ. But anyway, I don't think that was their intent. But before we discuss this new discovery, I want to read what we're going to talk about in Job. It's just one verse, but for context, I want to read three verses. They're the words of the Creator Himself as He's challenging Job about what He did in creation in contrast to what Job can do or not do. Scott, read Job 38, verse 31. Okay. Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades or loose the cords of Orion? Can you lead forth a constellation in its season and guide the bear with her satellites? Do you know the ordinances of the heavens or fix their rule over the earth? So, Scott, what's the Lord talking about here? Constellations. (laughs) Correct. He's talking about some of the constellations, the Pleiades, Orion, the bear, which we commonly call by a different name. The Big Dipper, Ursa Major. Right. And notice what the Lord is claiming. He binds the Pleiades, looses Orion. He leads the constellations and guides the Big Dipper, ultimately fixing their movements in space. Now that's claiming something. (laughs) And is a laughable idea. Could Job fix the courses of the constellations in space? But also notice, God asks Job if he knows the ordinances of the heavens. It sounds like he's asking Job if he knows the laws that govern the movement of the stars. Now, we can only guess what the people of Job's day understood about things like gravity and the distance of stars from Earth and so forth. But now, we know what we think is a lot, especially as a result of powerful telescopes like the Hubble Space Telescope and others that peer deep into space. Which brings us back to a really cool discovery just made by astronomers using the Hubble telescope. The most distant star ever observed to date was just found. And as usual, the discovery included several surprises. So we're going to read from a couple articles describing the star. As we already mentioned, it's called Arendelle, the morning star. And I'll start by reading from the website of the Institute for Creation Research. (laughs) There's that word research. Hmm? The site is icr.org. 
The article published on April 11th, 2022, is titled, Hubble Photographs Most Distant Star. Since its launch 32 years ago, the Hubble Space Telescope has taken incredible pictures of the universe. Recently, with the aid of a phenomenon called gravitational lensing, the Hubble took a remarkable picture of a star called Irondale. Astronomers say it is the furthest individual star to date. Irondale is unique because Hubble was able to observe the star independently because of its alignment between Earth and a galaxy that provides natural magnification a thousandfold or more. Really? So how does that work? A galaxy magnifying the star a thousandfold? Well, Scott, I'm not an astronomer. But reading about it, I think the gravity from the galaxy they're talking about, not ours, but another one far from our Milky Way galaxy, bends the light, folding it, so to speak, bringing the image of the star much closer looking than it actually is. But whether it looks closer or not, the distance is truly mind-boggling. We'll come back to the ICR article, but now I'll also read from the Discover Magazine website, discover.com. This article was published online March 31st, 2022, and is titled 28 Billion Light Years Away, the most distant star ever discovered. What's the furthest thing we can see? That benchmark just lengthened with scientists' latest discovery. The newly detected star existed within the first billion years after the universe's birth, the Big Bang. The star is so far away that its light took 12.9 billion years to reach Earth. The light appeared to the astronomers the same way it looked billions of years ago when our universe was only 7% of its current age. Dr. Scripture, I'm sorry, but I have to ask another question. Wasn't the title of the article, 28 billion light years away, the most distant star ever discovered? Mm Mm-hmm. So why then did they say it took 12.9 billion years for the star's light to reach Earth? By their own reasoning, should it not have taken 28 billion years? (laughs) That's an excellent observation and question. And the answer is Job 9.8. What? How is that an answer to the question? (laughs) Well, Job 9.8 is describing what God did in creation, and it says, Who alone stretches out? the heavens, Ah. and tramples down the waves of the sea. And read the next verse. Okay, Job 9.9, who makes the bear, Orion, and the Pleiades, and the chambers of the south. There's the constellations we read about in Job 38. Yeah. And I'm guessing in Job 9.8, the answer to my question has something to do with the statement about God stretching out the heavens. In other words, God created an expanding universe, and that somehow answers my question. That's exactly what it does, Scott. You see, the evolutionists, and don't forget, it's their claims we're discussing. They explain it was 12.9 billion years ago that Irondale's light started its journey through space towards Earth, which ironically, according to them, didn't even exist yet. (laughs) But during that time, the universe has been expanding, moving Irondale further and further away from Earth. So that now, it's not 12.9 billion light years away, it's 28 billion light years away. So the answer is, the universe is expanding, 
something revealed in the book of Job, the oldest book in the Bible. Yeah. A scientific fact not discovered by astronomers until Edwin Hubble conclusively showed the universe was expanding in 1929. Another example of a fact published in the Bible millennia before any scientist published his research in a modern scientific journal. Exactly. But let's get back to the discovery of Irondale, because there's a very interesting detail related to it that may give evolutionists another problem to deal with as they in insist on a Big Bang origin for the universe with no creator involvement. Speaking about the distance Irondale is from Earth, astronomer Brian Welsh of John Hopkins University said, We almost didn't believe it at first. It was so much further than the previous most distant highest redshift star. The previous record holder, a blue star named Icarus, existed when the universe was 4 billion years old and took 9 billion years to reach Earth. And here, then, is what researchers are looking for next. The team is using the newly released James Webb Space Telescope to observe Irondale and measure its chemical compositions. Astronomers want to understand the star's composition because it could provide clues to the elements that filled our universe at the start of its creation. Welch said, Irondale existed so long ago that it may not have had all the same raw materials as the stars around us today. Mm. So I'll stop reading from the Discover.com article, but I want to explain the significance of Welch's statement. Irondale may not have had all the same raw materials as the stars around us today. Going back to the ICR article, it comments on that idea. Evolutionists maintain Irondale's light took 12.9 billion years to reach Earth. But according to the Big Bang Theory, this was when early stars were composed of massive amounts of hydrogen and helium and trace amounts of lithium. But if the star has significant amounts of other chemical elements, this will contradict evolutionary expectations because the star is also observed alongside quote-unquote young but mature galaxies in deep space. Dr. Scripture, what does that even mean, young but mature? <laughs> I had the same question, Scott. <laughs> so I checked out the reference for that quote that was cited by the ICR article. An article published on May 28, 2020, on the ICR.org website titled Most Distant Rotating Disk Galaxy Challenges Secular Models. This article discusses the idea of a young but mature galaxy. This is what it says. Big Bang astronomers assume that light from a galaxy billions of light years away requires billions of years to reach us. While this may seem reasonable, creation scientists question this assumption. By Big Bang reckoning, this means that we are seeing these distant objects not as they are now, but as they were billions of years ago. Therefore, Big Bang astronomers expect these distant galaxies to be immature, not having time to evolve. However, they have repeatedly been surprised by distant galaxies that are more mature than expected by Big Bang reckoning. In most galaxy formation scenarios, galaxies only start to show a well-formed disk around 6 billion years after the Big Bang. The fact that the astronomers found such a disk galaxy when the universe was only 10% of its current age indicates that other growth processes must have dominated. In other words, at this point, they don't know how to explain it. <laughs> and this is then the explanation ICR gives. Perhaps it illustrates that something is wrong with secular ideas about galaxy formation, or that something is wrong with the assumption that distant light takes billions of years to reach us. 
or perhaps both. Hmm. So, Scott, the existence of young and mature galaxies is how astronomers who believe in a 14-billion-year-old universe describe phenomena that don't fit the evolutionary explanation for galaxy formation. The very terminology is a subtle admission that the galaxy doesn't fit the theory. And if elements other than hydrogen, helium, and trace amounts of lithium are found in Irandel, it will be another example of what is observed in the heavens not fitting the evolutionary explanations of the origin of the heavens. But Scott, remember I began our program today saying Job 38.31 was an example of the revelation of God's Word preceding our modern scientific discovery? Yes, and I was beginning to wonder if you were going to address that. Well, let's read the verse again. Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades or loose the cords of Orion? Well, what we now know is the stars of the Pleiades are part of a globular bundle of stars relatively close together in space and are literally locked in place with respect to one another by their gravitational attraction to one another. One could say they are chained together. Well, that's how God said it. (laughs) Indeed it was. And the other statement that's in that verse was, or loose the cords of Orion. Well, we're out of time. Oh, no. And so we're going to have to find out how that statement is another clue to the knowledge and revelation of the Creator to us before science ever even came close to figuring out the reality of both the Pleiades and Orion statements. How could Job have possibly known that the Pleiades stars were literally chained together, of course, by gravity, a scientifically accurate statement about stars hundreds of light years from Earth? The Creator who placed them in the heavens revealed it to him, and Job wrote it down. Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades or loose the cords of Orion? That's not my question. That's Scripture's question. 